Hey guys, welcome back to Keeping It Simple. This is Luis Sanchez. I'm here with my co-host. Hey, I'm Scott Callantine. Welcome to the episode. Let's get started. Hey, welcome in to Keeping It Simple, Season 2, Episode 6. This is your host, Scott. Welcome in. Glad you're here. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Keeping It Simple. Today, we are going to talk about what we call our unbeliever to disciple maker pathway, or other language you use is mission mobilization pathway. What this is, is a micro perspective of disciple making. Last episode, we focused on our discipleship roadmap, which is a a macro perspective of disciple making. So it's the 30,000 foot perspective of disciple making here at the Simple Church Collective. Real quickly, we're going to recap that episode before we begin our much more personal boots on the ground perspective of believer to disciple maker. So starting with the discipleship pathway, we start with prayer and fasting. Everything begins from a discipline of prayer and fasting. Uh, And then serving our neighbors and the blessed rhythms. We have episodes on that in season one. Go back and listen to that. Again, before we get to serving our neighbors and the people who we're called to, we have a season of prayer and fasting that we enter. After serving our neighbors and the blessed rhythms, people walk into the discovery of faith and of Jesus. Uh, They may go through the Alpha Course. They begin to to have emotional health awareness. Um, We may even read specific uh, emotional health books to really gear uh, and dive into emotional health and why that is important along with our spiritual health. Um, And people learn about gospel fluency, Uh, knowing and understanding the gospel, letting it penetrate their, their souls, the good news of Jesus. From there, People walk into uh, being a believer, and they're strengthened. Like a church is beginning to be formed. People are coming together in community as believers, strengthening one another. And then the end goal that we hope everyone reaches is a a phase of multiplication. New, simple churches emerge. So that's a really condensed version of our discipleship roadmap. Go back and listen to that episode before this. But today, we're going to jump into what we call our unbeliever to disciple maker pathway or mission mobilization pathway. So that starts with someone who is an unbeliever or they're spiritually interested up here in the Northwest. People might be spiritual, but not religious. Right? They might have a spiritual background or they're interested in a lot of different like spiritual topics or conversations, but they don't have a faith in Jesus or they, they don't have a, a faith in general. So these are our friends, these are our neighbors, these are our coworkers, people in our community that we come and get to know and we meet. And these people don't know Jesus yet, but they're interested, they're spiritually interested. They, they want to have spiritual conversations or they want to talk about different uh, spiritual topics and, and things naturally come up and it's just like, oh, this person is interested in spiritual topics. So that's where we begin with this unbeliever, a spiritually aware person. And we transition into a period of discovery. And people, you know, start asking those questions, you know, kind of talking about things that are happening in their world and trying to make sense of it. Um, You know, and and like Scott said, here in the Northwest, there's a lot of folks that have, you know, spiritual language, right? Mm -hmm. And and are really open more and more. And I think it's more than the Northwest. Folks are just open spiritually. Um, But they haven't really identified like Jesus is the one that they're really searching for. Yeah. Um, 
I always encourage people in their searching to just like, you know, the text says that if you seek me, right? And sometimes people don't know that they're seeking Jesus, but they're seeking truth, right? Um, and I was like, dude, just keep seeking. Just keep seeking. There's a reason why many world religions have Jesus, you know, as a part of their, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of their, their tradition, right? I'm like, hmm, I wonder if there's something there, like if a lot of the world religions, the name Jesus keeps popping up, like, Maybe we should focus on that for a little bit and kind of, you know, uh, trying to dial that in a bit. Uh, and so, yeah, when when people enter into the season of discovery, you know, you're just there. You're, you know, you're loving people. You're answering questions. A lot of times it's not like you're sitting there correcting their theology, but you're pointing them back, you know, and, and encouraging them like, hey, man, those are some really cool thoughts like. I wonder where those came from, right? Like, or start ask, asking some of those questions and saying, "Hey, this is kind of where I stand on that." And I and I always and we've had a conversation off offline here with Scott. You know, like if people start having conversations about where they stand on different things, like, "Hey, it's okay to be who you are, right?" And stand where you stand and point people to where you are. And I think people will respect you more, right? Once you say, "Hey, this is kind of my position," or "This is why I believe what I believe." You know, and you're not forcing people, right? We're not coercing. We're not a car yeah. salesman, right? We're encouraging that period of discovery and we're praying for them at the same time because the text really tells us that we're not the ones that convert people, right? It's only the spirit of God. Salvation belongs to the Lord from beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. And we're just partnering with Jesus in the season of discovery as people, you know, in, you know, move from skepticism to belief. Uh, and, and, and we're just walking alongside them. They ask us a question, you know, we're, we're coming from the worldview of Jesus is our savior, right? And so we're pointing them back to Jesus. And then in this season, you know, we're inviting them to our communities. We're inviting them to our simple churches, our discovery groups, um, discovery Bible studies. If an alpha, uh, which is an evangelism uh, uh, group, uh, is happening at the time, we're inviting them to to the mm-hmm. alpha, right? And we're looking for ways to partner in the disciple making process, which has already begun, right? And we be and, and we say that disciple making be, begins at hello, right? When yeah. you're engaging someone, they're already getting uh, 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 acquainted to a person that they connect to Jesus, even though they might not know that yet, right? You don't lead with like, hi, I'm a Christian. My name is Scott. Hi, I'm a Christian. My name is Luis. No, but the way that you treat them may leave them like, hmm, that person is different. What's so different about that? Something different. About and, them, and, yeah. and then in that period of discovery, um, hopefully they're finding out stuff about you as well. So it's not one-sided. Yeah, so from unbelief to period of discovery, people are in this discovery phase. Then they begin a relationship with Jesus. They experience baptism, become a committed follower, and Simple Church Collective attender. They they come to a Simple Church. They're invested in a Simple Church. Um, so where spiritual formation really truly begins. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about why we pray and fast as a collective. Let's talk about the Sabbath. Uh, let's talk about our giving, stewardship, and having healthy spiritual practices. This is where we begin to have these new people experience and practice the blessed rhythms how they begin to pray for people and listen and share meals share stories etc and and they jump into these different practices and rhythms that we as a collective 
are practicing. It's where they begin to be able to experience the gospel fluency, where they learn to talk about Jesus and how their life has been transformed by the gospel. In this phase of our believer or unbeliever to disciple maker pathway, this is like in the middle. They've started their faith journey with Jesus. And so now there is like a bunch of new things they're going to experience for the very first time. And then this formation, this transformation really begins in this phase of, okay, now you've come to know, love, and follow Jesus. What does that mean? How does that change your life? It's going to change your life. Yeah. And so that is where this process begins. And, you know, if they've joined a simple church at this point, Simple Church leaders going to be intentionally discipling and raising them up and investing into the them, leaders, yeah. walking with them, and that's where this like crucial foundation is laid here in the yeah. collective. Community is built in this in this um, season, and, and I think this is something that we need to say too. Like, there's no like, hey, it takes two months to go from yeah. this place to the next place, or dude, it could take two years, right? It could take two years to. Or more to go from a person that is, you know, spiritually uninterested, yeah. right? Like, hey, I want nothing to do with those people to even be remotely interested, yeah. right? But if you know who you're called to, and then we, we spoke about this a little bit um, last episode and, and in episodes prior, like, if you know who you're called to, like, you're saying, hey, I'm going to invest my time, I'm going to invest my energy, I'm going to invest my resources in these people, however long it takes. And in some groups, the gospel catches on a little bit more virally, more, you know, more quickly. Yeah. And in other groups, it might be a long, long time yeah. that, you know, before you start seeing quote unquote results, before you start seeing people actually begin their relationship with Jesus. And so wherever you are, you know, um, uh, living on mission, like it might look different for you. And this is not a clean, neat formula like yeah. X plus y equals z or something or whatever math problems i'm not a math guy but th this is not a like a formula of how this is exactly going to work or how long it's going to work as louis said it could take two months it could take two years it could take six years it could take six months to walk from one phase to the next you know someone might go from unbeliever to discovery to jesus in six weeks but Quickly, they might yeah. take a year to longer, get to yeah. this next stage, right? And we don't want to force that. That's yeah. that's spirit-led movement, and that's uh, we don't we don't put a time frame on how long these things take. And I think part of what we're having this conversation is like having a plan, right? Yeah. And I think developing a plan of how you're gonna walk with someone or or with people within the group of people that you are called to. Um, how are you going to walk them through maturity and what does that look like? And how do you go from becoming an unbeliever to being a disciple of Jesus that makes disciples, a disciple maker? And so first, again, we, you know, people are unbelievers or spiritually uninterested. Um, uh, and then people move maybe to spiritually interested and then they move to a period of discovery. They move to beginning a relationship with Jesus. And then after they've spent some time in, you know, in community and, practicing the blessed rhythms and in learning the gospel and sharing the gospel with others and we start to training some of these folks leadership development one of our uh, um, uh core yeah minimums ecclesial minimums uh you know 
worship community mission and, and, and leadership development. And we start developing leaders because we believe that everyone is called to be a disciple maker, right? If you are a follower of Jesus, Matthew 28, 19 through 20 applies to you and to everyone who's ever been a part of um, the church from the very beginning and into the future. And so this person is routinely attending corporate equipping gatherings. This person, uh, as they begin the process of leading um, and co-leading others uh, within their simple church context, um, you know, some people may be further along the process You say, hey man, you start having I see in you conversations, right? Like, dude, I see uh, some potential in you for reaching, you know, these, I know this group of people are is, is on your heart. Man, I know just a person that can help you, that you can connect to. And, and, and we assign some coaches to them to help them, uh, to keep them accountable, to, to keep growing them. And we see um, that folks um, in this season are, are looking to grow in Jesus. A lot of times people give their life to the Lord, they're on fire. And, and, and some of what we're saying right now is aspirational too, because we're saying, hey, this is what we want to see too. And what we'd love to see is people growing in their calling, growing in their awareness of their gifts, growing um, in, in their knowledge of the people that they're called to um, and the places that they're called to. Even right now, we're, we're developing a, a personal calling and discovery process yeah. so that people know their personality types, so that people know what their gifts are, so that people know and start to discover and kind of can even just um, name their passions. And so this is the kind of thing that we're working on. But in this season of training and coaching, that is what is beginning to happen. And people are even growing in, in, in their awareness of their emotional health and realizing like, hey, I'm called to be a disciple that makes disciples and leaning into that. And so we, we really help move people along. And, and that's what we'd like to see more and more. Uh, you know, and then give them tools in this season. One of the tools that we give them is, you know, listening to this podcast. And we're hoping that we're building uh, a library of sorts. Uh, and, and season two specifically is going to have the nuts and bolts of disciple making and the nuts and bolts of what it is to be a simple church and that people are routinely coming back week after week to listen to the content uh, and, and grow uh, in their own disciple making efforts. Yeah, so that is the training and coaching that begins after a relationship with Jesus is established. And again, that training and coaching, that, that's a, coaching is an ongoing thing. It's, so it's not a phase you enter into and then you come to the next one, which I'll explain, and you never have coaching again or training again. You've fully arrived in some way. But it's the starting of intentional training, intentional coaching from our team and investing into you and even as a simple church leader being trained and invested in so that you can then go train and invest into your simple church right it's this tr uh, trickle down effect of investment so that is our, our hub team our training team and then from there we hope that someone emerges into a disciple maker effectively restarting the process with their own people group their own context but as a disciple maker we're actively trying to disciple others. We're trying to be a part of making new disciples, brand new followers of Jesus. We probably help lead a simple church. In simple churches, we want multiple leaders. We want shared leadership. No one person bearing the burden yeah. or the weight of everything, hosting, teaching, or, or otherwise. So disciple makers are help leading simple churches. 
They give to the collective of their time and of their resources. And they may even join a hub training or coaching team. So that coaching training team that we just shared about, it's the disciple makers who are on that. People have been at that practice. They're the ones who facilitate and lead that team. Developing others. Yeah. So from unbeliever to a period of discovery, beginning a relationship with Jesus, entering into a training and coaching process, becoming a disciple maker. And this process just repeats again and again yep. and again. And it's not necessarily a linear, clean process. Yeah. For some, it might be a lot more linear and a lot more clean. And for others, it might be a lot messier and a lot harder. And there might be have a lot of things to overcome in this process of becoming a disciple maker. And that's good. And that's fine. The Spirit of the, God, of the living God is at work and is active and will transform people's lives. And here at The Collective, this is how we have mapped out. And this is how we see disciple making happening and this is how we want to do it and so that's what this process is this is a a micro perspective boots on the ground here's how we see disciple making happening and investing into people's lives yeah i want to wrap up you know disciple making is uh, the call of all believers um and we'd love for you to consider a couple of things if you're local and in the area and uh, you know simple churches is something that intrigues you and uh, disciple making is something that you want to prioritize. You want to practice this among us. Uh, we invite you to do that. Hit us up, media at simplechurchcollective.com, and we'll we'll get you started. If you want to start a simple church or have been a part of a, some sort of disciple making stuff in the past and, and you want to make some disciples with us, link up arms with us, hey, man, let's have a conversation and let's get that started. But I want to leave everybody with a challenge. We'd like to encourage you to discover your own disciple-making pathway for yourself. If all of us are called to make disciples, it's a really good idea to come up with a plan, right? And then you can deviate from that plan. You can contextualize that plan. You can you know, move people along that plan at the pace that the Spirit is moving them along. But my challenge to you today was come up with a plan for yourself, for your simple church, for uh, your group of people that you're following Jesus together with, and and say, hey, this is how we go from unbeliever to disciple maker. What is your plan? Find that plan. And listen, feel free to steal all of this stuff uh, or anything you want that you might find helpful from, from us. Go on our website, steal from our podcast. God knows we've stolen from a lot of people. Plagiarism uh, is encouraged here at the Collective. <laughs> with their permission. And so this is your permission to take everything that, you know, the Spirit's given us and that we've stolen from others. So God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Keeping It Simple, where we talk about life and mission in ways that are easy to understand. Stay tuned as we release episodes each Wednesday. We'd appreciate it if you would like, review, share, and subscribe our podcast. Thank you for listening.